Cool. Welcome, everyone. Uh, this is the first Best Athletics podcast, uh, something that we've been looking to try and do for a very long time. I'm slightly nervous about it. I've never really done anything like this before, but really, really excited uh, to bring this to you. We've got Nick and Anya here. What's up, guys? Um, yeah, super excited for this. I think it's the launch of something cool, something special for us. It's like as if we're doing a race for the first time. We've got that same feeling um, and loads of goodness to come. So let us know what you would like to hear and we'll get it on the podcast. Hi everybody, yeah, I'm here, I'm Anya. I'm just super excited to be chatting to you both. I feel like I could talk to a brick wall, so a podcast a dream. I think I think this is just a bit of a culmination of, like the journey for all of us in Best Athletics. It's been a bit crazy the last few years. I mean, how long has Best Athletics been alive now? So I went full-time coaching three years ago and registered Best Athletics officially on the 20th of March, I think, 2021. So we're two and a bit years old and currently just over 350 members. So it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, so happy to have you guys on the team. Um, but I feel like it's still very much getting started and, um, you know, things change monthly in our world and it's just been such an awesome journey and I can't wait to see where it's going. It's still the very start. Yeah. I think the vibe just gets better and better with each event, each summer. I think this is what my third summer now of Best Athletics is. Yeah. We both joined in 2021, didn't we? Around about the same yeah. time, turning up to that training session and, uh, and now here we are. Yeah, I think I was one of Nick's like first 10 athletes and I still have one of the really old school vests that you don't even make anymore. But yeah, I'm super proud of Best Athletics and I think about it like at every event at Hackney Half the other week, I was just like, this is mad and I feel so much part of it and really proud of its journey, yeah, even though it's, it's not mine, it's obviously Nick's, but... It's and all I, of us, it's all of us. <laughs> I think your journey personally as well is, you know, we're going to touch on that later on, but it's been quite extraordinary and, you know, coming out of the of, of what Best Athletics is, it's, you know, that's the potential and I think that's why we're all a part of the club. Um, I, think, I think one of the coolest things for me is that when I go, when we go to races like London Marathon and you see the lineup we have now, we were basically 100 strong this year and the amount of support we get on route... Um, and that's just unbelievable because, you know, in our first year, we were very new on the block. Not that many people knew us. But now I feel like there's a lot of people out there that know and support Best Athletics. And that's just amazing to see. And it's amazing to see when runners are so passionate and are wearing, wearing the kit so proudly. Um, it just motivates me. I'm sure it motivates you guys. And it's like a an awesome revolving circle that's just great. So, yeah, long may that continue. Brilliant. I mean, for me, it's this is quite a milestone. It's a, a year to yesterday that I became a coach. Um so oh. it's just quite like fantastic. I think some of the best experiences, like you said, you can't be running through London Marathon and hearing, go on, best athletics all the time. So uh, yeah, it's quite crazy. So we're going to get through a lot of stuff today. Um, uh, one of those is, is getting started with Anya and her journey. And it's been a bit of a whirlwind for you. Like we've, well, we've touched on already, kind of the last two, three years from a running perspective, yeah. culminating in you uh, having your England debut uh, <laughs> racing at Copenhagen, which sounds uh, like just crazy to say. Um, but do you just want to tell us a little bit more about like what Copenhagen meant for you and what it was as an event, I guess? Yeah, um, it was genuinely the best thing that has ever happened to me in my entire life and it was the best weekend ever. Um, it actually meant so much to me, that race. I loved London Marathon the year before and that was, oh, six months before. Um, and that was kind of where I think I started my, I realised that running was my thing and I could kind of, <laughs> I felt like that was the making of my running but I never wanted to lose that love for running and take it too seriously at that point so Copenhagen was 
the perfect race in terms of I was so happy and um, I was still absolutely loving running I felt super strong I got a PB but I was still like living my life and it brought me so much joy that weekend and I had 30 to 40 like family friends and mates out there like supporting um I had Nick running with me which meant so much um there's actually a really funny story of Nick missing his flight on the way out there like getting ubers across london he sent me like this message the night before being like don't panic don't stress you just eat your dinner uh, if i'm there i'm there but <laughs> you'll be fine um but he made it and it was just so special race ever like it all came together i learned so much from it and yeah hungry for more and i think that's kind of you know a big thing for you and where you're going with your personal journey now right because you know, the, the life of an athlete is is what's on the cards now for you, right? Do you want to tell us a little bit more about, about that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we talk about saying it's a year since Dan has um, become a coach. It's basically been three years since Nick gave up his corporate job. And I have now given up my corporate job. I have one week or so left of my notice period. Um, but... Yeah, I am really excited to share all my knowledge and give full-time coaching a really good shot and full-time running a really good shot. And my running won't change too much, but it will be the recovery um, and being able to do all those little things, get that 1% extra while still trying to live my life and be happy because at the moment or with my full-time corporate job I was very much just like running on autopilot yeah. and it's so important to look back and reflect on where you've come from and what you can do to improve rather than just ticking off session by session um but yeah so the running's gonna up a little bit the training's gonna up a little bit the coaching's gonna up a little bit um I'm super super excited yeah and I think we all are too because we all know there's nobody that works kind of harder than you do and that's why you've got to where you are now so yeah really excited to see where that goes i guess i guess nick that's a really good question for you then yeah um what's it like coaching Anya? <laughs> no it's, it's honestly it's been a whole lot of fun um when i first started coaching her i was i was hesitant to take her on as a client um it was quite a funny story i know like i was just starting out and you know in the running world reputation is a lot especially uh, when you're a coach and I remember coming across Anya's Instagram profile and um, she's actually never changed to who she is today. She's very, <laughs> she says how th things how they are and that's what I appreciate so much of her. Um, and I think she she called like guys out for, for catcalling, which was completely 100% the right thing to do. But just like her tone was quite strong and I thought, this is awesome, but just now she says the wrong thing and then they're going to be like, who's her coach? And it's going to come back. So I was super hesitant, but honestly, it's like, I'm sitting here smiling. It's one of the best decisions I've ever made. And um <laughs> It's really like helped me improve one as a coach and two as an athlete because I've drawn so much inspiration from her journey. And it's all happened so quickly um, in the space of, you know, two and a half years. Because if I look back to even her training peaks, training peaks picture, it's like a completely different Anya. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's crazy how it's, it's all just happened quickly, but it's been awesome. And I think, you know what, her going full-time um i suppose coaching content creator and athlete is going to help so much from that extra recovery point of view and she's nailing the training that we know but at 234 the margins are now getting so tight that all those little bits make a difference 
Um, so that's just going to really help play in your favor so much. And yeah, I'm super excited to have yeah. you full time. I'm not the easiest person to coach. Like <laughs> I do ne- definitely not have the most greens on training peaks. Like I, <laughs> I get you. I, get you. I, th- I think we've got a good understanding. Um, exactly. and I know like you don't really slack on training, but sometimes she goes rogue and disappears for a few days. Um, but it's fine. She comes back and bounces back strong and she needs that. I think she needs that to keep her love for running. Um, and get that balance right. We're always saying like, key to both of our performances is getting that balance right. And I think if we focus on session, 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 run, 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 it's so mentally draining that it'll take that enjoyment fact out of it. So um, yeah, I mean, she beat me to an England vest. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I can get there one day, um, especially now that I've just become a British citizen. Um, Congratulations. But thank you, thank you, thank you. But, but yeah, I will see it's been an honor and a privilege and I still think you got a very long way to go. So yeah, I think, a lot of people ask me, like, as a coach, coaching Anya, um, like, is she, you know, crazy different to other athletes? And the answer is no. I think a lot of people put in similar work, um, but I think her performance relative to the amount of work she puts in is really, really good. Um, and, yeah, I think it's down to her work ethic, hard work, and obviously a combination of talent as well. And where do you see it going to? Like, you've catapulted yourselves into the realms of leaderboards with... You know, London last year, was it second uh, non-elite British yeah. female? Um, you know, where do you see it going? Where does the, does it stop? Where does, where does the journey stop? Or, you know, what I think what that's why I'm still so excited because we don't know where my limits are. Like, I definitely haven't given it my best shot yet. Like, I think I don't want to get greedy. So every single race or like big marathon or training we've done, like there's no point in catapulting myself forward. So it's just making those small improvements. And that's what, yeah. Um, quitting my day job will help me do um but we've got big plans for the summer nick joked earlier that like this is a good time to catch up about my training but um i've got big yeah we're plans. deciding it we'll now see. aren't we on the podcast so. <laughs> yeah, we have discussed it a little bit but yeah let, let us know if you think anya should enter a few track races and shorter distance races um <laughs> something that i think she should she's not sure i'm trying to convince her so please convince her to do so <laughs> So we'd love to, I, I guess there's loads of people as well that are listening that are really inspired by your journey. Um, you get it all the time through your social media channels and stuff and you know what you've done is fantastic. What was your starting marathon time? It was... It was 4.34 uh, in 2019 and then by 2022 I had done 2.36 and now I'm down to... Two thirty-four, seven knocked up two hours. Yeah, I remember when we uh, when we both like first started, we had a little bit of a rivalry going on uh, when we went to Rome together, and we were kind of batting each other around about, and then you just took off, and I can't keep up with you these days. So no, Dan's being nice to himself. He beat me um, at a half marathon in Battersea the other week. <laughs> Complete fluke. Um, but I guess you know, people, lots of people listening, kind of are inspired by your journey, and would love to go on a similar journey. And I'm sure there's loads of people out there that are watching you and um you know trying to replicate you and do the same thing so i guess if there was one piece of advice you could give to someone who wanted to try and achieve what you've achieved mm-hmm. what would that be um i always say to people like remove any expectation because as soon as you start trying to like limit yourself um yeah i always say that like, what if you could achieve more than you ever thought you could um so when you go out for a run, instead of saying like, oh, I should be doing this, everybody else is doing this, just be like, oh, I wonder what I can do today. Like, um, kind of set yourself a range of like the paces you want to hit or the distance you want to hit. But if you're feeling great, like listen to your body and if you're loving it, like keep going. Um, 
yeah, remove any expectations um, and replace it with curiosity. Interesting, interesting. And like for people that are trying to achieve this alongside a job, like that's the biggest thing for most people, right? Like yeah. how have you, how have you, obviously you're now going full time, but like how have you navigated that? Because I mean, that's the thing I find the most challenging, especially when we're in marathon block yeah. is kind of finding the time to get the training in alongside also, you know, we're all coaches here trying to help others to, to, to do the same. Mm-hmm. Like how, how have you managed that? It is super hard and I have struggled to balance it. Like sometimes I'm like, oh wow, I'm doing it all. Um, it's going great. And then other times I'm like drowning. Um, but yeah, a normal day for me, I do get up at like 5am <laughs> uh, and I faff around for a good like 45 minutes. Um, then I will go for like a two hour run to get that in before work and then I have to get to work. That's not every day though, surely. <laughs> oh, like genuinely every day I get up wow. at like five, five No, no, I meant the two hour run. No, no, no. <laughs> no, but, no. Just to clarify, he's not running two hours at 6am every morning. <laughs> no, but I mean like the whole run process, I'll allow myself to, yeah. if, I, if I need to eat before or if I need to um, get back and shower. I'm definitely guilty at sitting at my desk still in vapour flies, like trying to type <laughs> exactly away, like having you are not now. showered. Um, but yeah, then I work all day and then I come back, um, try and do some coaching and then I'm totally knackered. But I just... Gym was the first thing that would always fall off my plate because I just didn't have time. Um, Massages, recovery, like I'd never go for a massage until my body was on breaking points. Yeah, so it's it's been tough, but um, it's so rewarding. And if you're loving it, um, it's it's like part of your life and that that is the routine I got myself in so <laughs> so, so if you're waking up at five in the morning yeah what time are you going to bed in the evening? this is what I mean I definitely don't have enough sleep like I was I'm petrified to ever get a whoop or like look at my sleep <laughs> score but I'm I'm in bed by 10 like okay okay, okay. so you're getting seven hours so yeah. just imagine if you had to live the professional athlete life I know Imagine what you could achieve, right? I know. nothing you get to do. <laughs> I know, but I was like thinking, I still want to get up and do a 7am best aesthetics track session on a Tuesday. Like I'm not lying in till nine. I still want to train yeah. with the group. 100%, 100%. And you don't know, maybe if you live that professional athlete life, you might not thrive and get that love and hunger for, for running um, as you have now. But there's only way to find out. There's only yeah. way to find out. So yeah. Exactly. Well, I think it's been amazing chatting. Uh, again, it's fantastic to to yeah. hear about your journey we're all inspired you know including myself um so yeah thanks for coming on um and yeah we're going to be watching you very very closely obviously um i'm so, so excited i can tell you what my next races plans are yes tell us tell us i have norwich 10k which is my local hometown 10k which i have my course record for from last year so i'm going to that just to hopefully retain that, we'll see. Um, I've always said that that was a really special one because it's my hometown and my grandparents can come watch. Um, And then I think the big half is a qualifying race for either the Euros or the World Champs. I can't remember. Um, I need to chat to England Athletics about that. It would be a huge feat and a huge ask for me to get the qualifying time. It's 71.30. What did you do at big half last year? I don't have a big calf, but my PB is about 73. 73, yeah. yeah okay. Um, and that was at Barcelona, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Barcelona. Um, so if I commit my whole summer to that, I'll give it a shot. Like, what's the worst that can happen? But I'm sure there's going to be some big dogs on the start line there um, trying to qualify. Um, and then if I get it, if I don't, I'll be in the shape of my life, hopefully, to do Berlin uh, like three weeks later. So the big calf's beginning of September, Berlin's the end of September. So that's the plan. Wow. So oh, much well, going on. Wow. 
exciting lineup. Um, what's the date of the Norwich 10K? I actually it's can't around, remember. It's, it's a similar warm. time like, to the Essex London 10K. It right? might even be at like the same day or something. There's a reason I can't do it's, this. It's very day. similar timing wise. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's you, super you excited. You you excited to go and try and or not try to go and defend your title? Yeah, of course. I'm scared that maybe it's been put on the map a bit more that race and all the London big runners <laughs> are coming down now. Um, <laughs> but no, it's a great race. Um, but I'm super excited and thank you guys for having me on. I think I think key to going, you know, seventy one thirty. You're definitely going to do it, whether it's now or yeah. next time you'll do it. But key to that is getting the shorter distance speed up like you're a marathon machine like you'll go forever right but we need to get out of your comfort zone get that speed up and then once we get that speed up then boom we can start getting those times yeah i'm a one-trick pony i have one speed and I just... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we're working it it's well a, it's a good speed so that's that's a good thing yeah it's been fantastic chatting um you know we wish you all the best and we're going to be following you very very closely thanks guys we're backing you so the next thing i think we wanted to move on to then is uh is a, a little coach's corner so coach's tip but if you had one tip for the week what would that be nick and what can you tell our members about uh, what they should be doing when they're running okay i've got two tips i think first of all um it's getting warm here in london mm. and especially throughout europe and now that summer's kicking in the side i think it's important to stay hydrated to start hydrated so the hydration starts pretty much from the day before and you want to um if you know you're doing a session like today i think it's getting to 27 or 29 degrees or something um so if you know it's going to be a hot day and you've got a session planned already take on extra fluid from the day before not copious amounts but more than normal to make sure you, you're starting hydrated um get those electrolytes in and then what you're looking for is really like a regular fuel throughout so you know whether you're taking like gels with you or you're stopping for a few drinks like you're getting a much better training effect by staying hydrated um then obviously trying to be a hero and doing a massive long run without anything and risking the chance of being dehydrated so that's the first thing the second thing and it's kind of what i was <laughs> trying to get anya to do um is to you know snap out of your comfort zone and commit to some shorter distance races if you're out of marathon season get that speed right up um i'm looking to put together a schedule myself as well um and really just get that that leg speed up and then from there you can build and transition off into your 12 10 or 8 week block um so yeah that'll be my tips what, what tips do you have for the athletes out there dan yeah um okay so i've got a lot of marathon runners that i coach um and you know i think during summer obviously marathon season drops off half marathons drop off a little bit so you can afford a little bit more time to prioritize recovery especially if we're targeting shorter distance races which you know kind of means that your harder sessions can be harder so your intervals your tempos your weekend sessions um we can really be going at those as hard as we can giving those everything um working at our race pace more regularly so that we can um, push those pbs and push those limits which means there is less pressure to need to do more on your recovery days um you know especially when we're in marathon block we're used to running five six times a week that doesn't necessarily need to happen when you're out of block you can recover uh, prioritize rest so that you're fresh for your sessions or switch it out with some cross training and it's a good way to prioritize your log longevity and your general health um of your kind of like bones and joints and that kind of stuff so i guess my message is you don't need to be on all the time we can kind of tailor our schedule so that you know we're still progressing we're still working at some goals and some challenges but we can really focus on recovery to to prioritize those shorter distances cool and um, yeah, I know you touched base on this earlier, uh, but congratulations on, on your one year. Thank um, you. Yesterday you said it was. 
Since Yesterday, you, June the 8th, 2022. Since you joined as a coach. Yeah, yeah, wow, it's been it's, mad. It's incredible to think how so much has transitioned in a year, but it's only been a year at the same time. And um, yeah, it's been awesome having you on the team. And I think, Thank you, you know, yeah. we're just getting started. But what I would love to know is how have you found the last year? Um, and often I get questions from other coaches uh, asking me like how I got into it. Um, how do I sustain it and stuff like that? So I don't know if you want to, you know, give any tips to to any people that are looking to become run leaders one day. Sure. Where to start? What they should do? How your journey's been? How you found it? How's it yeah, been? definitely. Um, so yeah, it's been a year. It's been a whirlwind. Um, I mean, I didn't. I never really had aspirations to become a running coach as such. I've always been a coach in whatever sport I've been doing. So I've got a history of boxing, rugby, uh, cricket, and I've always found myself in positions where, you know, I I, I like helping others to to improve at the sport so joining up with you and getting involved in the club I kind of threw myself into it and then you know found myself helping out with sessions and wanting to get involved and then as my own running progressed people were kind of asking me for tips and then I felt well well this is something I can really turn into something that I really enjoy and love um which you know the coaching side of things became a hobby um and that's kind of snowballed over the last year uh, for those that don't know I, I also have a full-time job I work at the the Times and, and Sunday Times as a newspaper which is uh, is great fun. Uh, I learn loads there, um, and uh, you know it's a it's a fantastic way to complement kind of the coaching. But it's a lot. It's a lot of demands. Um, you know, I've now got a base of, of, of forty clients. I've coached over sixty five now over the last year, which has been fantastic. And there's been uh, literally dozens and dozens and dozens of results and personal bests and helping people on their journey. So my one piece of advice would be start small. Um, if you've got aspirations to to get into coaching, get your badges done. So get your run, your England Athletics Run Leader badges. If you've got a Run Leader badge, get your uh, coaching running uh, coaching running fitness badge done. Uh, you learn so much through those. Um, but start small. Start with people you know. Test out some things. Test your ideas. Um, get some case studies and prove that they that they work and that you can put them into practice. And then it will slowly snowball from there. There's nothing more powerful than word of mouth. So those people that you do end up starting to coach, you know, they tell their friends and they recommend you. That's kind of the most kind of powerful way of, of growing yourself. So yeah, it's been it's been crazy. Like Anya, I, I have a lot of very busy days. Um, you know, there's a lot of 5 a.m. starts. There's a lot of 10 p.m. finishes, um, but that's the grind. You know, you've got to have a little bit of a, a love for it uh, and kind of a work ethic and be willing to work hard for it. But you know, if you do, then it opens doors and things happen, and nice. that's where we are today. You wouldn't change it for the world. Wouldn't change it for the world. No, I absolutely love it. D- you know? d- does it feel like you're working? Never feels like I'm working when I'm doing coaching stuff. Really? Um, absolutely not. It's like I say, it's it's a hobby. Um, you know, when I'm then trying to combine that with my own running, I, I genuinely get more of a kick out of seeing my yeah. my team yeah. get the results and those come through than I do my own a lot of the time. Um, it's it's very very rewarding, and the nice thing is. You know, I'm not running at the moment. I'm having a bit of time off to work on some strength, um, to, to get through a few niggles. And the fact that I've got coaching there to to help me personally deal with that, but also to learn from that and help other people through that, you know, it's all part of the process. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's been fantastic. Ama- amazing to hear. Um, I'm obviously Dan's coach and I've been his coach from, from the very start, um, even when he started. And I can relate to so much of that. And I think, you know, often I get asked the question, like I said, and I think one of the biggest takeaways is that, like, if you're keen to be a coach one day, um start small and start with a few people and you know coach them for free in the start to see if it's something that you love you'll work out very quickly because coaching can be taxing it can be demanding when you're injured you've got to be on top of your coaching game when you're running well you've got to be on top of your coaching game when you're tired like obviously you need to separate your coaching from your running and i think it tests you at times but when you're super passionate about it 
then those those tests it's like you know you're passing those tests all the time because you're enjoying it whereas if it feels like a job the whole time then i think that's when it can start getting a bit tricky so um yeah i think start small try it out and you'll quickly realize whether that's something you want to do Cool, so next up, um, we're gonna be chatting a little bit more about what's going on in the club. So, um, Best Athletics, you know, it's all about the members, as Nick mentioned. We've got about 300, what, 350, nearly 400 members, somewhere yeah, yeah. around there. Um, there. Yeah. So, trying to keep track of what everyone's doing every weekend is always quite challenging, um, but we do our best job. Amy does a fantastic job with that. Um, so, last weekend, um, I think we should just call out some of the, there's so many results, but I think we yeah, had, yeah. Plenty of people at the Sri Chimnoy Summer 10K. We had three results under 35 minutes. Um, Harry Tiblin, Hugo Fry, Joe Cooper. Um, Jordan Reed had a 35-41. Jess Dealey was there with a 40, uh, sub-45, so 44-28. Um, uh, Kitty, Kitty Ive, Mary Whittle. Loads of people there. Um, I think you were at the the Amateur Mile, the exactly, Tracksmith one. the Tracksmith one, yeah. Uh, so three or four people at that. Yeah, yourself. What did you run? What was your time? I went four twenty-two. So amazing. Yeah, I was very happy with that. Thank you. Really, really good. Uh, I think we had, and Amy was there as well. She had a five twenty-one, which is fantastic. Amazing. She flew that day. She finished fifth overall in the in the main. Heat, Incredible. Awesome. Incredible. She's one to watch. Up and coming. Um, big shout out, Amy Walker. Um, we had people at the Derby Half. Brian Goodwin, ten kilometers. Uh, we had races in the Chicago Half Marathon, Stockholm Marathon. Um, what else was there? Kingston 5K. So all over the place last weekend, and I think this weekend's looking even bigger. Um, for sure, for you've sure. got some insane races in your in your stable this week. Who's who yeah, you yeah, got yeah, in there? Yeah. And what are they doing? It's an exciting weekend coming up. Um, I think the races are coming thick and fast now. And there's also so there's a lot of short distance races, but there's also a lot of ultras at the moment, given the fact that there's not many marathons at this time of year. So. This weekend is Comrades Marathon. Um, by the time you listen to this, it'll be post-Comrades Marathon. But yeah, super excited. Obviously, Comrades is what got me into running in the first place. So it's got a, a special place in my heart, that race, and something I will do at some point in the future. But the time is not right now, especially, you know, with um, business that is keeping me so busy and the two little ones in my life as well. Um, but I want to give a, a shout-out to my runners there, um, Risa, Dre, Jared, um, go out, go get it. You've put in the work, and I know Tian unfortunately couldn't make it with a with a calf strain, um, but he did get a, a two ocean silver en route there. Um, and then yeah, I've got a couple of runners doing Ultra X Tanzania. That's a five day, fifty k a day event. Mental. So two hundred fifty k's in five days. Wow. And um, yeah, huge respect to them. Um, and then yeah, there's just loads of of half marathons. Um, St Albans, Jersey, Swansea all over the place, uh, loads of 10Ks, Paris 10K, Finsbury Park. Um, so yeah, there's a lot going on this weekend. And uh, there's also uh, Best Athletics Trails going on this weekend, headed up by, by Mary Marshall. So uh, that's- it's once a month, isn't it? Is that right? It's once a month at the moment, yeah. So we're gonna try and get it more regular at some point. Um, but there's such a demand for, for trail running. It's so nice to, to do that once a month. Um, and that group are ever growing, as you can see on the, the WhatsApp group. Yeah, so, hugely, hugely. Yeah, looking forward to seeing how that plays out. I think the schedule's looking looking pretty fantastic. We've just launched Tempo Thursdays as well in the evening. So what we've got now, we've got four four sessions a week with the track Tuesdays in the morning and the evening, Tempo with Adidas on the Thursday morning and the Thursday evening, and then we've got the monthly trail sessions. So we're building out more and more and we're looking to grow that over the next over the next few months. Exactly. Um, as we said, things are, are ever changing in ours and the best athletics world. So I feel like the, the weekly training schedule changes sort of like every week or every month. Um, but it's pretty clear on the websites and on the Best Athletics WhatsApp group what those current sessions are. 
So, um, guys, what we're going to try and do every week is get all as many of your results uh, on the podcast as possible. Um, you know, as often as we do the podcast. So. Keep those results coming in. Good luck to everyone racing this weekend. Um, really, really excited to see how some of those results um, come in. I think, yeah, we're going to wrap this up now. It's been it's been fun. It's the first time either of us have done anything like this. I know Nick has his YouTube videos and has interviewed a few people before, but for me, this is my first time. I guess we'll finish up with, there's a huge summer ahead for Best Athletics and Year. I guess what are the key things you're looking forward to, Nick, as, as the founder and, and, and head coach at Best Athletics? What are the key things coming up? So, you know what? I think it's been an amazing Two, two and a bit years um, and we've obviously got a full-time employee um, alongside uh, alongside me um, and that's in, in the form of Amy Walker which has been she's been amazing and such an asset to the team and I think it's going to help us grow as a club um, you can just see the incredible work she's doing on, on Instagram and with the race results and stuff like that so I think it was very much needed in the beginning you know when it was smaller I could do everything myself uh, there was then trying to do the merchandise and the registering every single member and sending out all the vests and my coaching and my training and and and, and something I had to give eventually so amazing to have her on board and i think it's going to help us go to the next level uh we we're also a team of five coaches um so it's myself you dan um anya sam and natalie um and we're looking to add another two more coaches into the mix um very soon from within, from within best athletics really excited for that yeah so we'll we'll be a team of seven strong so look out for that to come soon and apart from that um i'm in uh talks for an announcement that i'm hopefully going to be able to announce by the time you listen to this or very shortly after um a really massive massive thing for our club on the merchandise front and um, on just allowing us to expand to more locations. I think, you know, we've got a really special thing going and I want it to always be special. And I think the support and, you know, the vibe of the club is what makes the club. But as we expand, I want that to stay there, that specialness to stay there. But I want us to touch more areas like a Manchester or a Liverpool or just other parts of the UK. I think we're doing a really fantastic job in Southwest London because mm-hmm. that's where we're based. Um, and Natalie's already started that up in Nottingham and she's doing a fantastic the, job the Nottingham team's going really well so our vision of expanding you know throughout the UK and then even global one day we've got a few things on the cards that we're chatting about so uh, yeah we'll, we'll give updates on these podcasts um, but I'm really keen to also do some Coaches Corners podcasts like, like Dan said so we'll do a, a pre-submission of questions and we'll answer them in, in a way that it can be as to the point as possible and help you as much as possible improve um, in all our experience as a runner and a coach. And what are our biggest races? We've got we've, Berlin, I think, is a big one for us, isn't it? The big half. So, so it's, it's lining up quite nicely. So we've got the Essex London 10K, 9th of July. That's a big one. At the big half, I think there's 73 people on the WhatsApp group already. Wow. So that's going to be huge. Uh, a lot more people are entering and that's on the 3rd of September. Berlin Marathon's a big one. I think we've got about 35 people running. Uh, that's the 24th of September. Both me and you are, are going to be there. Um, and then obviously, like, the international marathon majors will always have, always have quite a few, like yeah. 20 or 25. We've got a load at Chicago, Amsterdam, New, New York. York. Yeah, exactly. Loads. And Valencia is a big one. Always going to be a winner. Uh, it's quick. It's awesome. So, yeah, that's beginning of December. Cool, that's fantastic. And, you know, I think anyone listening to this who's a, a BA member, you know what it's like to race in a BA best. But, you know, if you're someone listening to this and you're, you know, you're interested in best athletics, head over to the website, head over to the Instagram. Um, you know, membership is is, uh, is £10 a month and you can join from anywhere across the UK. Uh, and being able to run in that blue and white vest uh, is really something special uh, throughout those races. So, yeah, it's going to be a fantastic year. Uh, you know, thanks for coming on, Nick, and you know, letting me help you out with this podcast. It's been great fun. 
Um, looking forward to doing many more. And yeah, thank you very much, guys. Everyone listening, have a great week and enjoy your running. Love it. Start of something special. Let's go.